Hey everybody, welcome to GSD Friday. I'm your host, Dean Sage, and I'm joined by... John Patrick, and this is my song. This is your song. I don't know if we've actually talked about this. When we, like last season, which was like four years ago or something, uh, we talked about how we changed up the uh, theme song from my original 70s disco porn thing to this. Yes, to Panic, which is my song. It's a good and song. And I somehow became a California surfer, dude. <laughs> my song, yeah. Yeah, dude, you should totally radical. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, all the way. Anyway, <laughs> that, that awkward silence, Joe. Your song is the theme song, uh, and then you can hear a little bit more. Of course, we use it at the end of the of the podcast too. But we're gonna be changing it up a little bit in the future, very near future. But we'll get to that at the end of the episode. So Wait, we're changing it up again. Well, we're gonna we're gonna use it as a space to to promo your new songs as they. I have new songs coming out. Well, I don't know. Do, do, you might, we, but they have to wait. They have to wait till the end. Are we talking? Oh. Yeah, so you, you hook Gosh. them, you hook them, and you keep them listening. Gosh darn it! I know, I know. There is sex involved and cotton sheets. I'll just leave it at that. Egyptian cotton. Egyptian cotton. All right, but before we before we move on to that, uh, this will of course be a week after it happened. Um, we were trying to be responsible and record content ahead of schedule, uh, but today is the Friday of the Lady Gaga Chromatica release. Chromatica came out. Yes. Um. So, what are our f- thoughts? I am enjoying it. I'm definitely enjoying it. I am not as big of a Gaga fan as I know some people are. I think you're a bigger Gaga fan. I mean, I saw her once when Art Pop came out. Um, I saw her for the Art Pop ball. Um, I am a huge the fame, fame, fame monster, Art Pop, born this way. I like Joanne. I'm not a huge Joanne, Joanne. Joanne is impressive vocal. It's good songwriting. It's definitely something I I, I listened to it the one time. Ooh, I like Cheech a Cheek. I actually bought mm-hmm. the album for my dad because he likes jazz music. Was that the one she did with Tony Bennett? Yes. Oh, that that I can listen to all day. But I think we talked about how the Andrew Sisters was like my first gay experience. So no, big band, um, all that all that era stuff. Uh, that, that's that's great yeah. stuff. And so, we love a star is born. Yes, I, I, she is an amazing vocalist, and I always appreciate her art. Um, but no, I, I was not, a, I, I listened to Joanne and I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, I, I became introduced to her, although it was weird. I was working at Borders, so I sold Fame and Fame Monster. I didn't know they were different at the time. I had to actually figure that out. Well, I mean, the Fame Monster is just a reissue I, I know, the it, and, and she was literally at the top of the sales python, python, pylon for like, she's a sales python. Years, it felt like. So I just kind of was like, oh, this is different. No, uh, I got introduced to her really, really during the uh, Born This Way. So to me, that sort of like is the encapsulating moment where I was like, oh, this is amazing music. I love this. Well, what I'm noticing, what is happening right now, she's going back to Born This Way era, not music wise, but sales wise, I think first of all, this is this is a great release for the moment. This really captures a lot of things that people have been looking for from her. But I was saying to you earlier, I think it's good for artists to evolve, and this is a new moment for her. Like this is not the born the way. This is not fame. This is not. Um, but art someone pop. said something perfectly. If the fame was released today. The uh, production would be probably what Chromatica well, was. Pop has evolved. Pop is different. Pop has- Pop is EDM now. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been such a merger of it. And even like rock and like all the genres are are starting to move and play. And I think a lot of it is, of course, that you can make music in your bedroom. Yeah. Billie Eilish and Phineas. Yes, 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 yes. He's he's using the same tools that we use to make your music. Just he's really good at it. And I just push buttons. 
Push, push button. Hello. So. I mean, you're helping me. Yeah. Well, I wasn't your producer either. You you did have a, a good producer. Kyan Ky- Alexander. Yeah. So the producer makes a big deal. And I, I am not a producer. I'm more of like an engineer. Um, mixing, mastering, um, sometimes giving you an idea or two. That's about. Yeah. Yeah. Kyan gave me the sound. You gave me the overall aesthetic. So it's. No, it's, not the aesthetic. The. Uh, what's the word? Glue. Glue. Maybe? The glue. The glue that binds my... Sh- I, I think I helped you the most with getting your vocals where you wanted them to be. Yeah, it only took me like 700 years. Yeah, no big deal. Um, but no, so, you know, our, our, the moment... Yeah, the pop pop is different now, and I think this is perfect for pop now. Um, and it's it's perfect for her too, I hope. There's a lot of deepness to the lyrics that I still haven't quite understood because, um, as you may recall, when uh, Poker Face was on the radio... Stop it. I Stop thought it. she was saying... Stop. Cherry pie instead of can't read minds. Um, so I was really that's, confused that's, about what that's still not the word. Can't read my. Oh, see, there you go. So uh, this is the problem. I, I don't hear lyrics very well. I'm, I'm partially going deaf because of playing in band for too many years. So no, it's it's. I never. I always have to look at her lyrics a little bit more in depth to really understand them. Here's a world's smallest violin for my deaf friend. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I couldn't kidding. hear it anyway. You would not be able to hear it. No, but uh, just in case you are able to listen out there in the deaf community, and actually, I got to look into how to make a podcast acceptable. I guess we'll have to do some transcription. Um, but yeah, no, they're, they're obviously people are suffering. My, I do have familial uh, frequency loss issues, so I'm, no, I'm not making it up. I'm not exaggerating. I really am starting to lose my hearing. It's not that much fun, but it's gradual and it's slow, so I'm not really that worried about it. And I did learn a little sign language already, so I'm, I'm ready for talking to myself in the mirror. I talk to myself in the mirror. I know. I know. We can just like, you know, do it in silence now. <laughs> um, oh, so what else happened today? What else happened today? What else happened today? What else happened today? So we're driving in the car and I hear those frequencies coming from the seat beside me. But even higher. But even higher. And then you're, you're sort of happy, like finger snapping. My finger snapping. Yeah. And like, oh my God, bitch. Britney Spears. Britney Spears released Mood Ring as a single in the United States and worldwide, and it went number one. I feel like true Britney fans will have ordered the album from Japan when it originally came out so that they could have the digital, quite quality version of this song. Like what Dean Sage did for me. I wasn't going to go there, but if you want to mention, yes, uh, Dean Sage did order the... So, no, I, I think it's important that... I, like This song is a great song, and it's been out around for, for a while. four years. But I think now that we're actually getting to have but a moment for it, it's amazing. Can we talk about how it's number one on the day that Lady Gaga released Not that we're comparing. Album. Not that we're no, comparing that we're contrasting. Comparing, but, but that It shows that how happened. Britney fans... And Come guess, out in troves. Guess what? You can... Like two pop stars on the same day. It's amazing. Like Gaga's album is amazing. Blue Ring sorry. is a great song. I'm just a Britney stan. Well, yes, you are. I mean, if you're going to go to bed with one of them, it would be Britney. I understand. I get to go to bed with Britney. I'm sorry I confused your poor uh, stan brain there, but no. Blue <laughs> Ring is a great song. Highly recommend that you guys check that out. Um, and also, just remember, there are always a lot of room for a lot of pop artists, and it's great to see. Two female artists having a great moment on a great day. I still hope to see Mood Ring chart. That would be interesting. And is it can it can it do it officially because it's a single now? Yeah, it can officially now chart in the United States. It also it can officially chart in the United States. 
And I also heard that it, uh, not just in the United States, but 18 other countries that went number one on iTunes. Ooh. Is yeah. iTunes a, a good reference now for sort of performance? Is that is that? I don't know if it's a good reference for performance because stuff that goes number one on iTunes doesn't necessarily go number one on like the charts in the country. But like, because they they sell it and they stream it, so like it's it's kind of capturing both halves of the world. So it might be a good sampling, maybe. It's a good sampling. It's definitely okay. a good sampling. Yeah. Um, I love checking it, especially when you see that the song has been number one all week, like Lady Gaga's "Rain on Me." And that you know it's going to be number one on the charts next week. Right. So you you can see by it the time this time. comes out, it will probably be number one. So, well, this is slowly becoming a music podcast. And maybe that's where we'll go. We'll still throw in like sex and and other things, rock and roll. Um, but things are about to take a turn. Yeah. So obviously, this is also the Friday where a lot of things are merging in um, the our Some social sadness sphere has happened this week and. Unfortunately, um, we like you could be listening to this years in the future, and and this probably this still could, is happening. Could, yeah, this could still be happening. But we had another uh, a black man killed in custody by a police officer who accidentally kneeled on someone's neck for even, eight minutes. I, I can't even get in. And there was some things with the corner. It looks like uh, look at this is unacceptable. And I think that we all understand that. I think the problem that we have though, is it feels so big and it feels so out there. It feels so away from us. Um, and, and we're, we're two white guys. We're two gay white guys. Um, and obviously we're not going to pretend to understand the entire experience. We're not going to pretend that we know exactly what everyone's feeling. I, I, I said it yesterday. I think, um, I feel uncomfortable talking about it because I don't know how to and that is a good entry point um i I remember taking my um cultural sensitivity cultural diversity class in my master's program and i actually pulled a professor aside i think after the second or third session and i was like look i feel incredibly uncomfortable and attacked every time i step in this classroom and i know that's me i don't know what to do with it i don't know how to engage that and she very kindly and very helpfully stepped through what male privilege was what white privilege was um and it's it's a deconstructive process and it's something that i live with every day i was driving on the freeway today i was tailgated by a police vehicle for probably two or three miles he turned on his lights to get around me but you know that you were nothing was like even if you were stopped nothing well that's the thing i was speeding i should have been issued a ticket he turned on his lights to get around me to continue on with his day. I had zero fear. When the lights came on, I was not afraid for my life. I might've been afraid of getting a ticket, but I had no fear for my safety, for my life, for my well-being in that moment. Yeah. That and that's is, privilege. That's privilege. That's what I live with every day. Yeah. Um, so no, it's, it's, it is hard. It is uncomfortable to engage with it, but it's the spaces where we do have control. And I think this is a moment where pride um, and its, its origins need to be re-looked at because yeah. we have rights because people... People of color, women of color, lesbians, uh, transgender Andrew. activists, yep. people that were Stonewall. They were riots. They were not peaceful protests. There were those. There were those. But there, there were moments where people stood up and said, absolutely not. We will not tolerate this anymore. I, I hate to, to do a patriotic lesson, but uh, the, the, the people that we hold up and esteem, the Boston Tea Party, we teach it in our schools. That was a freaking riot. Yeah. Like, we're like, no, we don't like this. So we're going to do economic damage to you so that you notice us. Um, someone 
today said something that they don't agree with the riots, that they should be peacefully protesting. And I said, they've been peacefully protesting for so long. Obviously, something isn't working. Well, there's that. And there looks like there's some incitement within these peaceful. So there are peaceful movements that are then incited to violence by outside forces. Look, you don't have to go riot. You yourself, if you're listening yeah, you to this don't podcast, have to. no, 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 you no. You don't no, have no. to do something, but what you do have to do is you do have to stand up against the systemic inequality and the systemic racism that is pervasive in our society. That actually, as white people, we have the biggest uh, burden because we are with other white people when they are either benefiting from a racist system or enacting a racist system, and it's our duty to, in that moment, tell Karen to stop. It's our duty in that moment. To pull Chad aside and I'm say... I'm sorry, did you just say Karen and Chad? Yes. It is our duty to pull Chad aside and tell him that's unacceptable. You don't get to do that. You don't get to use that language. You don't get to have that uh, action. You don't get to call the uh, the cops on somebody because they're in your quote-unquote space. Yes. And you think they're an yes. other. Because that might lead to something that just happened. Exactly. And, it, it, this is, and, 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 and even if there might be some reason for the police to be involved that's a whole other issue but the point is we have the responsibility as white people to talk to other white people and not let them engage in the society one of the things that i found interesting about what happened this week was the reason the police were called on the man that the most uh, recent case yes they thought that he was going to be writing a bad check it's a disproportionate response. It's always a disproportionate response. And unfortunately, and I, I don't speak, I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about the situations to speak to the facts per se, but oftentimes people of color are involved in police incidents where white people are just, please don't do that. Please leave slap on the wrist. Yes. It, it's, it's disproportionate. And that's the problem. It doesn't matter. The, guilt or presence of innocence what matters is the disproportionate response that is enacted upon you if you are not white that's our trouble that's where we are and again like this is a good moment for pride pride do you know about act up i was i was telling you about that earlier you were telling me a little bit about it but i actually did not know a damn thing about act up so the aids crisis hit in the 80s and the government basically pretended it didn't exist because ronald reagan it was the gay disease yeah (laughs) It was the gay disease. Reagan's policy was that it didn't exist. Um, And so if you've ever seen the silence equals death t-shirts that are out there in the world, that's a direct correlation to the act up. Now, were they perfect? No. But they were a lot of people. And you know where they learned their techniques from? Where? The black community. Interesting. Yes. Black lesbians in particular were hugely instrumental in helping gays to organize and fight against the AIDS crisis to the point where we won... The recognition of the disease by the CDC, we won the recognition of the disease by our doctors, and we won basically the ability to try to fight for our lives. Interesting. And we learned that from people of color and their their ability to protest and stand up. The civil rights movement, those those people, that the roots of that is what led to the freedoms that we, you and I have now, to where we I I can walk through Philly and hold hands with my boyfriend, and I don't fear that I'm gonna be uh, firebombed or beaten or dragged away by the police so that's a high horse i you know i'm sorry to sorry to be on that but i think that um i think that you're right i think we had to take a moment and and talk a little bit about that yeah um we have to talk about how sometimes protests lead to rioting and sometimes rioting leads to better things the economic impact is the only thing that something some people some powers listen to 
do I do I want us to 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 go trash everything? No, but people are dying. Uh, if if someone was threatening your life, I would fight tooth and nail. If someone's threatening my my parents' life, I would fight tooth and nail. We're threatening an entire race of people's lives daily. I, it, you know what? That inspires energy. That inspires action. It can't it can't inspire anything else. Exactly. All right. Well, we don't we don't want to we don't want to end on this. We though. don't want to end on that. Well, we are about to introduce some of the updates from isolation. It's been hard. It's been very hard. Uh, but we're we're coming to the end of our little stretch here. We're getting excited. I hate moving though. I, I don't know about you guys, but I despise moving with the fiery passions. I heard moving and fuck moving. Fuck moving. Um, like why do I have stuff, first of all? Um, why do I have to move stuff, second of all? And then how does it never fit back in the same box that it came in? I, I, these are the things that I need to know. No, I, I, I have just always hated moving. Um, I think one of my goals with uh, getting new jobs and making more money is to eventually not to have to pay or not to have to move anything, to be able to pay somebody to move my shit for me. That is such a bougie wait, white thing to wait, say. Wait, 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 wait. Dean, you're talking about putting stuff back into boxes? You haven't even started packing yet. It's like six days before we move. I don't have to pack till like 24 hours. No, that's not true. I'm going to start packing almost almost immediately. Y'all could not see the stare I just gave him. To be fair, we're using the boxes we have for you, and then we're going to get more boxes for me. Are we going to talk about Pennsylvania's new law? I think we can. I think we can. We, we, had, a, we had a very, very nice Friday. Why was Friday so nice? Because <clears throat> Pennsylvania passed a new law. That liquor can be takeout from restaurants now. There's to-go cocktails. There's to-go cocktails, and we've 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 had the ups and downs. I think the the frozen margaritas we got good. That was that was good takeout. I think the rum punch. Not, I love. I loved the rum punch. Well, I, I know you drank most of it. I just finished the rum punch. Uh, it, it's it's an interesting mix. I think I was talking to a friend of mine today, and she was saying that. Um, as much as we like the cocktails, it is also the bartender and the experience of, of getting it sort of, you know, in the glass at the time. It is. It is an experience. Yeah. So, I cannot wait to go back to karaoke. I, I don't know how you're still alive without karaoke. I'm a withered husk of a human. Speaking of, though, of you singing, um, we did tease them that at the end of this episode, we would go over that a little bit. So, so what's coming out on... June 12th. Well, if you follow John Patrick on Instagram, you've heard a clip. Um, the top of the world, or just top, just top of the world. Sorry, top, top of, of the world. Top, of, top the world. of the world comes out June twelfth. It's a, it's a, it's a brand new song coming to my repertoire. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's being released as a single, but it's also the second track on the EP that that's going to come forward. Second track, yeah, second track. You're right. You are so right. It, it's my job to label them. <laughs> um, what's the song about? You should you should Sex. be asking me these you should be asking me these I don't know questions. why you're asking me these questions. Ask me these questions. What's the song about, John? It's about sleeping your way to the top. Uh I remember when we did the photo shoot for this, we took a picture in front of a lot of elevators and then we looked at them and we're like, we're never using it. Yeah, we're these. never using these. This has nothing to do with what the song is about. Unless there's a bed and a naked dude in there, no. Oh my god, can we talk about what we wanted the um the 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 photo, the cover photo to be what I told you last week. You don't remember. Oh my God. I wanted a blank 
background, me on all fours. Oh, and then, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. a replica of like a tiny replica of the Empire State, State Building, Building and me pretending to go down on it. Yes, I forgot about that. I'm, I'm as sorry. The, as the cover photo. Yes, this, this song is about sex. Maybe oral sex, all sex, every kind of sex. Yeah. Okay. But it's about sleeping your way to the top. And I feel like the Empire State Building is the tops. It is. It is. It is. It's also about your uh, favorite size. So I hope that you, I, I hope that tongue pops come through this. They may or may not, depending on the EQ. We'll find out. Um, uh, so no, top top of the world's uh, a pretty amazing. Hopefully you, you've checked out John Patrick's little sample on Instagram and you're looking forward to the single coming out. I honestly, we talked about this on when we did our songs about sex. This This is a sex song. But it's also kind of dark. See, people use that word, and I, I guess it just means bass heavy. Uh, when, well, no, but we also have the lower octave on the um the we have the demon on the chorus. The we have the back, demon. demon. We have the demon, demon back choir them. backing you up. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that element. So it's kind of dark. I like it. I like it. It's 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 definitely my vibe. But it's kind of nine inch nails a little bit, which is definitely my vibe. Yeah. No. Yeah. Closer. Mm. So no, uh, it's it's good stuff. It's coming. Uh, we may start teasing it a little bit. Uh, you may you may just hear pieces of it randomly from time to time, and as we approach the date. Um, but the uh, what's the EP called, and when are we looking forward to it? Immortal Dreams. Immortal and Dreams. That is July twelfth. Okay, so we've got about a month between single and the EP. EP. Yeah, it's, it's exciting stuff. Are you are you excited? I am excited. There, it might be six songs. It might be seven songs. We don't know yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out whether I can. <laughs> There's just this one song that pisses me off, man. It pisses me off. Some days I like it. Some days I don't. I mean, hmm. you you did create seven children. It's probable that you're not going to like every single one on every single day. <sighs> Judy will be the death of me. All right, uh, John Patrick, where can we find you on the socials, the medias? If you haven't found me on the socials yet, you're never going to find me. My Twitter is at John P underscore music. My Instagram is at John Patrick official. And my Facebook is at John Patrick official. All right, so you should be able to find it. And again, check out that Instagram feed. We'll probably post more teaser type clips and things there. It's a good format for it. Um, photos, photos, and covers shot by yours truly, Dean Sage. You can find me at Dean Sage Media on on most of the social medias that I care about. But also, if you're a photographer and want to work with me, hello. I think I just got fired, but that's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to work with other photographers. Uh, okay, fine. We can be open. Um, no, but you can find me at Dean Sage Media on most of the social services. That, you, you can find me at Don Sage. And of course, Gay Sex Cast at Gay Sex Cast on Twitter. Uh, and we look forward to hear from you next week. We look forward to seeing you next week. Can we speak words English? No. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>